Honey, you wouldn't hurt me, would you, sweetheart? Sweetheart, be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. That was your wife? Everybody. Welcome back to another Citizen Frame. I am Karen, your host. Joining me is the usual misfit, Trevor. What's up? Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Great to be here. That was just an, an absolutely awful Arnie impression. Wow. <laughs> you just ruined this podcast. <laughs> From the start. <laughs> this is over. Well, goodbye, everybody. Take care. <laughs> I, set, I was um, basically setting the tone right from the off. <laughs> and it's not a very um, highbrow tone. <laughs> Before we start this, I'm going to throw you under the bus, Trevor, like I usually do. Yep, go for it. <laughs> go, yep, I'm go well used it. to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's not because I'm mean-spirited. Yeah. It's because a lot of people have this mentality that you have. <laughs> no, no, and it's not. No, it sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am tired of people saying that Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a good actor. I'm going to tell you now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not the greatest actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but we talked about this in the last podcast, Interceptor, and there's a difference between movie stars and actors. Yes. I 100% agree. A movie star has a presence. That's all he needs. Dolph Lundgren has a presence. Yeah. Um, but Schwarzenegger has that. There's something about him that's likable. Yeah. And his lines deliveries. But when I when I put this in my head, very few actors can be movie stars and actors. We talked about that with The Fugitive. Harrison Ford did it. Yes. We think he can do both. Tom Cruise can do both. Tom Cruise can do both. Exactly. But you know what? Fucking hell, man. I think we're all wrong. I think this guy can act. I think he is both. Because I'm watching this. I know people are laughing at me now, probably. But nobody could do this film. They tried to do it with a better actor, Colin Farrell. Didn't work. This guy has... And it's... Yes, but it's not just he's just standing there going, Look at me, I'm old. He's not. <laughs> he's He delivers his parts well. He, he, you see his emotions in everything he does. Um, the silly things we'll talk about it when he's in pain or when he's feeling it. You can see it in his face. Clint Eastwood does the exact same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you know, Ar- Arnie is not you know. There's no real depth or nuance to his performances. However, I will say he's completely unique in that whenever he's on the screen, he has an amazing presence, and you can't take your eyes off him. He is, you know, and I love Arnie, and, you know, and it's, what I love about Arnie in his best roles, especially, I think this is one of his best roles, uh, are the ones where he plays them tongue-in-cheek, and it's, and you know, it's a nudge and a wink to the audience, uh, as I would say, well, and that 100% well, but, works, and he totally pulls it off, and you know what I mean, he, he just... He, but that he, doesn't make him, he's very, that doesn't he's make, very that charismatic, makes, that make, but that makes him an actor. Yes, I know. That he, makes him. He, is a, he, he doesn't make him a bad actor, like people are saying. He, he's not like. And no, no, he, let me finish. He he's not, not. Listen, he's listen. Let no listen. He's not Lawrence. <laughs> he's not Lawrence Olivier. Yes. Um, he even makes fun of himself in Last Action Hero playing Hamlet. 
<laughs> but but I'll give you an example. You just said about how he, he, just, he just used that charisma. He, he, Terminator 2 is a perfect example. Yeah. He's emotionless in that entire film. But the way he he gives you the lines and his look he gives the, at the end where he says goodbye to him and he's going to sacrifice himself, you felt so sorry for this character. Because we're love and doesn't. Yeah, but it 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 does take it does take some kind of persona and a presence to be able to, to pull that off. Arnie, Arnie it, is very uniquely talented, I would say, um, and yeah, I'm basically agreeing with you here. Um, so yeah, um, you know, despite what, but okay, what but can you at least say he's a he can act? Yeah, oh, don't, uh, uh, a bit. Come yes. on, that's not okay. That's where I, act. No, act. He can act he with a small C. Um, I'll, I'll give him that. He's certainly a hell of a lot better than charisma vacuums like Steven Seagal, and even to a certain extent. And I'm sorry to say it, Jean Claude Van Damme, but um, Ar- Arnie is. Well, no offense, anybody. Jean Claude Van Damme, I'll give you that one. Cannot act. No, yeah, um, and certainly not fucking Seagal. Um, yeah. But so Arnie, he just has he uses charisma and charm, and he has that. I mean, physically, he has an amazing presence. But you know, and he has a he has a very unique voice and stuff as well. So it, while maybe his the nuances and the depth of his acting range may be limited, he makes up for them in other departments. He makes up for that. Well, in, I, I I agree a hundred percent. But I think that warrants him to be an actor. Then no, he's a movie star. Because if he can if he can make adjustments to what doesn't work for him and what does. To me, that's an actor. He's a movie star. To me, yes, he's obviously he's an actor. He's yeah, acting I, in a film. I'd give you, I'd give you, I'd give you more of a. He's more of a movie star than an yes. actor. I'd give you that. But at the end of the day, I just think a lot of people have this big Egypt on the screen, and that's no, he's not a big Egypt, and he's a, he's a very intelligent man. You know, in, in real life, you know, what I mean, he has a he has a very high IQ and stuff. So he's not just a, he's not he's not just a, what do you call it? It's not just all brawn and no brain. Far from it. See him with Stallone, another very intelligent man. Um, an intellectual man, so no, no, definitely not. He's not just some big sort of, you know, big sort of. It's it's not basically muscle porn when he's up there. You know what I mean? It's not all brawn and no brain. Arnie is, you know, there's much, much more to Arnie and Stallone than that. So yeah, I, I'm creepy here, Kieran. Chill out. <laughs> you know. I don't think yeah. I, I think I think I have a point. You said he can't act, and I think as he can. That's all I'm saying. He, he, well, hold on, hold on a minute. I've seen Hercules in New York. So <laughs> oh, okay, now you're you're taking. Yeah, it wasn't even his voice. I know. Um, all right, let's just jump into. It. I just want to get that off my chest. That's not just for Trevor's sake. That was for a lot of people. Think Arnold's not a good actor, and I don't think that's fair. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're here to talk Tall Recall. I remember seeing this in theater, mm-hmm. and the one thing that stuck out is the fucking score. I love the score. The score, the score is very Rambo-esque. Obviously done by the yes. same guy. Yeah, Jerry Goldsmith. I don't. It's just it, it, ah, it's just it's just gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. score. And it's. I mean, this has everything going for it. Mm-hmm. Jerry Goldsmith, the fucking god of visual effects, Robotine. Yes. We've talked to plenty of times, Robocop and the thing. And Philip K. Dick. Yep. Who we all love. You know, we got Blade Runner, Minority Report. Mm -hmm. This one's based on We Can Remember. We Can Remember. You Can Remember It for Wholesale. We Can Remember It for Wholesale. I think the the short story was. We Can Remember It for You Wholesale. Um, Yes. It also has Don O'Bannon on board. Yeah. He he wrote it. You did Alien. Yep. Uh, Good friends of uh, John Carpenter. Mm -hmm. 
Mario Casio, Andrew Vaja, the producers, mm-hmm. who went on to do the you know the Terminators. Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Car- 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 uh, Carlico Productions was there. They were huge. Yep. In the uh, late eighties, early nineties. Then you have Arnold <laughs> added to the mix. You can't beat that. You throw in fucking Michael Ironside. Ronnie Cox, Sharon Stone. And then you just copy and paste Ronnie Cox fill in from Robocop. Yep. You put him in this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of similarities um, to I noticed as well in this rewatch um, with um, Richter, you know, Michael Ironside's character, to Clarence Boddicker. But, um, and apparently they wanted Kurtwood Smith, uh, Paul uh, Verhoeven, Originally wanted Kurtwood Smith to play Richter, but um, Kurtwood Smith actually refused the role because he felt it was too similar to Clarence Bodiger. I would agree with that one, and it does get a little too close home with Ronnie Cox. Mm-hmm. He sounds like Dick, <laughs> you know, from uh, RoboCop. It's basically the same character. <laughs> it's the same character. Um, not that not that I don't like to see uh, <laughs> you know a boy there, Ronnie. You know what? And it's you know, and it's it, this is just you know that this character he's basically played over two films. But that line he gives, you know, whenever the air has been switched off and the mutants are down, and he just switches off, flicks the TV screen and goes, ah, fuck, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> hey, he's just a nice guy, too, in real life. Just... Dick. <laughs> so, and then, yes, at the end of the credits, we see uh, the great Paul Verhoeven. Yes. Now, he kind of became kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. and But, Jesus, this guy, him and Johnny Tiernan were the king of the, of the, of the late 80s. Uh, uh, his stuff obviously being RoboCop, yeah, and then Total Recall, and then Starship Troopers. Yeah. Then he did Basic Instinct, which I thought was shit, and then he did Showgirls, which is <laughs> the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he went off the reels. Um, yeah, he kind of then he just vanished. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing, John McTiernan, he kind of went nuts and he vanished himself. Yeah, but we knew this this was the guy to, to do this role to do this mm-hmm. uh, this film. And Cronenberg was originally attached to it, and it would have been. I mean, obviously, we can't judge a film that was never made, but it would have been very different. See, in the original story, basically, Quaid is known as, as his name's actually Quail, is actually more of a sort of office worker, you know, pen pusher type. He's not a buff. Um, it was actually apparently Arnie that suggested turn him into like this construction worker. So apparently, they originally um, wanted Richard Dreyfus to play the role. <laughs> no, but 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 the character would have been very different in that it would have been he would have been like this office worker who discovered he was actually a secret agent as opposed to the construction worker. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, I can't. I haven't seen the project. You know what I mean? I could, yeah, yeah. We can't. can't judge yeah, it. we're just sort of you know, you know, it was never made, so we can't actually say anything. But Cronenberg's would have been very different and much darker. It would have been shit. Well, we can't say that. We don't. No, yes, it would. You can't say a film. You can't judge. You can't yes, a film that was never made. You don't. Yep, no, you don't know that, no, and I don't know shit. that. Um, would have been shit. You, you, you call Arnold Schwarzenegger a bad actor. I'm calling Cronenberg <laughs> would have made this movie shit. shit. You can't. I can't say it was. It would either be good or bad because it, it was never. Cronenberg can't do action films. But it wouldn't have been an action film if Cronenberg had made it. Oh, God, it would have been. Yeah, a, it would have been a mystery thriller. Horror. It would have been a mystery thriller. I would imagine. Yeah. It, would, it certainly wouldn't be what it eventually became. <laughs> Comic book. <laughs> but it's fucking... But it's, the great thing about it is it's an action film on one hand, but on the other hand, it's actually a very, very clever story um, that's something like fucking you would, you would expect from Cronenberg or David Lynch or something, you know, because it's very complex. Well, keep in mind, guy, this is Philip K. Of K. course, Dick. yes, yeah. So this guy was way ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. 
and he'd be up there with the sort of science fiction writing greats like Harlan Ellison and people like that. Well, he's the one who every time you see like whether Blade Runner, yes, Total Recall, or Minority Report, just name a couple of films that mm-hmm. they've done on his stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's predicted stuff that's available now. Yes, of course. That are in film that are in films back in the eighties that we oh that's never happened. Video films now they are. For a start, yeah, everything multi-channel, fucking, you know, um, these big TV screens and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the opening sequence is the best. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's having this dream, right? And <laughs> when they fall off, the, you know, they're, they're, they fall. They're having this dream. Oh, I love you, I love you, with Melina mm-hmm. and Quaid, and they fall, and they start. You know, they're 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 in Mars. They have no oxygen. Yes, and their heads start looking. Like- <laughs> You know what they look like? I don't know if you guys got them over here. You know those pressure dolls you could buy? They got like big bellies and you squeeze them. Right. And eyes, and Sounds eyes vaguely and, familiar. Yeah. Eyes and tongue come out. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what this is. These, the, the effects for them with the eyes popping out are really oh, hokey. So but they... Oh, but no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. But they pull it off because, it, again, it's tongue and cheek. And it's just... it's They're so fucking insane. You know what I mean? I don't think that would happen. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Mars, and I've never fallen into an atmosphere that had no air, um, or no atmosphere, for want of a better phrase. But I'm not too sure if science works that way, where your eyes pop out. But it is—it's a huge amount of fun and really memorable. <laughs> his eyes are popping out. It's awesome. How the fuck did he survive um, that? So How do you got... survive that? I'm talking about later. That's impossible. Well, I can. I'll give it to him because it's a dream. But we'll get to that. But is it a dream? <laughs> no, at the start. But then later on. Yeah. I'm talking about. We're talking later on. We'll talk about that part. Uh, but listen, we got Quaid, Molina, Laurie, Cohagen, Rector, and then we got a couple of Quanto, Benny, Helm. And Dr. Eggman, they're kind of the main people here. I love here. Benny. But, but. <laughs> I love them all. It's, these, this is one of those films where, you know, it, it's running man. Because you like everybody. <laughs> Even though they're so evil, they're just so over yeah. the top. Nobody's just evil. Yeah, part of my, but, but, but it's done with, the, again, as I say, it's done tongue in cheek. And you're in on the joke with them. And it's just, and, and. The fun that they're obviously having making it comes across, and then you jump on board with them. It's, br- it's yeah, exactly. brilliant. So it is, and I love stuff this, like this. This is pure yeah. entertainment. It's it's there's a bit of James Bond in there as well, and it's just North by Northwest yeah. Hitchcock, uh, and it's just it is what I noticed again on the rewatch. Um, I've just rewatched it last night. It's nonstop. It never stops to take its breath. Yeah, it's one big chasing. Pretty much, and uh, this is. Sharon's done a couple of movies. Boy, did she get lucky with Basic Instinct? Because I think once Basic Instinct hit, yeah. her acting turned. This She's is her better best actress. role, I think. No, uh, no, I'm going Quick and the Dead. Yeah, Sam I love Quick and the Dead. To be fair, that's brilliant. But, but. This she's bad acting. This, this, but I think she's supposed she's to handle. Bad, it. but but I think you know what she's. You know, there's one particular uh, moment where she's really bad when she's just talking to Richter on the video phone and she like blows him a kiss, <laughs> and it's like what the fuck. But even when she comes into Arnie later on, which we'll get to, you know, this, you know, where they're trying to convince Ar- Arnie that he's he's actually having this um, schizoid embalmment or whatever you call it, some fucking jargon. Uh, and I need to take the red pill, which actually preempted the Matrix. Um, whenever she comes in, yeah, her acting's a bit. Mm. She looks amazing, and she's brilliant in the, you know, in the fight scenes. But yeah, when 
let me ask you this. So he he's have when he decides he wants to go to recall, yes, to have this implant. Mm-hmm. This is what kicks it all off. Yes. But when he first goes to recall, the guy selling the package doesn't want him to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. So does this guy know? Oh yeah, it's this is all on purpose to uh, um, basically add ambiguity. Even whenever he is working, you know, with his workmate, the, the wee sort of stout guy, and um, he says, um, "Do you ever go to?" Um, I'm thinking of going to recall, and um, his his work colleague basically at the at the building site say, "What? My friend, it was like a friend of a friend went there, and he ended up getting lobotomized." But then after it, he like stirs it on for ages. So there's all this ambiguity, but it's all intentional because. Oh, I know that, but but my point is that if the recall guy's in on it, yes, because we don't want Hauser to come out. Yes, that's what they're trying to avoid. Why would he do it? Let him do it then. Um. Yeah. Well, maybe he was doing it for the money, or maybe he he didn't. I don't think maybe he knew. didn't know he was Hauser, and that was he just, didn't know. That's what a I'm lot of stuff is peppered end, in just to, to deliberately confuse the audience. Okay, that's that has to be it because at the end he just dumps his body. Yes, because he thinks he's lobotomized because mm-hmm. the thing doesn't I'd take. I say like return it, refund them and stuff and all that sort of thing. It's yeah, a lot of this stuff is peppered in like the looks from the work colleagues. At the before he goes to recall and um, the stuff you know with the guy, the boss at recall and stuff, a lot of that's just there to sort of fuck with your head. Y- yeah, you know? all right, all right. It's all. I like when yeah, I like after he wakes up from the recall, <laughs> not not past, and Harry and his friends meet him. Yeah, and he just beats the fucking shit it's out of them. Yeah, it's completely over the top. It shoots, blows the shit out of them. But I also love the Arnie. But I like that. He doesn't, like, knock them out. Yeah. He literally breaks their necks. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, there is no restraint in this film. And um, we'll come to one of my favorite scenes in films of all time. It's so completely over the top. But, um, I mean, and there's several instances of it in this film. And apparently it was also cut before it was finally sort of... Because they were going to, it was going to basically be an X certificate, essentially. Uh, but, um, yeah, even whenever Arnie throws a wobbler, uh, you blew my cover, you know, after, after he, you know, at first wakens up at, at recall, you know, after they've injected him or they haven't injected him. Yeah. That's what the woman says. Well, I haven't put the implant in yeah. yet, you know, but <laughs> that was a good line. I like that line. Yeah. He goes, what have you done? He's, 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 he's living off the spy agent, whatever. And he yeah. goes, no, why? Cause I haven't implanted it yet. Yes. That was a cool he scene. He called her a dumb bitch or something. Look, no, you're stuck. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he like she slaps the wee assistant guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so after he kicks Harry in his friend's hand, yes, he goes to Lori. He goes back home with Lori. Is it me or is Lori like the worst shot ever? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's pretty. Yeah, I think she was just there to try and trap him with um, sex, basically, uh, as opposed to actual skilled fighting. Well, she was pretty good at the kung fu stuff, to, to be fair. But not, yeah. Um, yeah, she was basically a rubbish shot. Either that or he's really good at ducking. You know? <laughs> no, you want I mean, I, I don't I, Yeah, but yeah, either way, the, it's, we find out that he's been erased for six weeks. And they kept using erased, which I always think of eraser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> with Schwarzenegger. He's really um, Hauser. Yes, he's really Hauser. But I, I like the little cool thing. There's, like, I, like we mentioned, it's, it's one big chase scene. Yes. And he's being chased by Helm and Richter yes. and the guys. I love the X-ray scene. Yes. Oh, I but he jumps through the um the like pane of glass thing. It's brilliant. So it is. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just it's just cool. Yeah. And the technology. Um, yeah. And when he he finally gets a hold of a gun <laughs> and he takes out he takes out three of Richter's men by just loading the weapon unloading the weapon on him. 
and I miss this kind of gore and violence. I miss my squibs. I know, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. But the, uh, And my favourite bit is on the escalator where he uses an innocent bystander <laughs> as a human shield. And this guy's getting the absolute shit blown out of him. And um, <laughs> No, does he? Yeah. On the no, I no, I think it wasn't. No, I think he took the shot. I think yes, he, he already was hit. Yes, he, he was already so hit. He's but like, then Arnie grabs his body and has him like he's already dead. Yeah, but it's just so gratuitous and over the top and a huge amount of fun. <laughs> yeah, but I also think he did that because there's a little bit of Hauser in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, or was there? Yeah, again, it's all and I love this sort of I, stuff. I, I liked it. I like. I, I, and then when. I love how they have all these cool futuristic toys. Yeah. And then, but Helm has a tracker, which is the size of an Xbox. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Like, he, uh, he could have, like, a little device. Yeah. Yeah, and then, whenever he's tracking Arnie, he, um, Arnie has, at this point, taken the bug out of his nose after being advised by himself. I love that yeah. scene. Uh, it still works. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 it's so good. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's not Helm, but mm-hmm. it looks... You still feel uncomfortable watching. Oh yeah, because it, it's, oh, it's pure so pr- yeah, um, yeah. Because you hear like the bones crunching going up inside his nose, and then he takes this sort of chip of this sort of tracking device out of his out of his head, out of his brain, basically, and puts it inside one of the rats. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, himself tells him to go to Molina, yes, get to Mars and go to Molina. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> yeah. And there we're going to be introduced to Ronnie Cox, Dick. Yes. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Can I just say before uh, that, there, there is an absolutely beautiful shot. There was a lot of model work used in this. Oh, there is an absolutely I, I, I beautiful forget. shot where Arnie is on the train on Mars. Yes. And yes. it pans up from the window. Um, and you see like the mountains of Mars and all that there. It's it's brilliant. And it's all model work. And it's Nothing done. beats model work and matte painting. Brilliant. Absolutely. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing beats it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It can look cheesy. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. No. It, it takes but it, this. It, I think. It, I actually think that kind of visual effects mm-hmm. or background brings you into the film more. Yeah, because it's real. You're going into this whole new world rather than this. It's real, and it feels even if it, you do sort of know it's model work, it feels a bit alien anyway. You know. So yeah, hundred um, percent. And you know, in sort of the back of your mind, like that actual sort of care and attention. And love for their craft has went into it by these model makers and these special effects guys. And that beats, I'm not saying CGI doesn't work completely, but for me, give me old school, you know, with the models and actual sort of people sitting. I'm not saying CGI artists don't work, um, but to me, this is this is the real deal, you know. I think the, uh, the groundbreaking effect is coming up now. Yes. It is just astonishing. Yeah. Where he's dressed up as the woman. Yes. I remember seeing this in the theater, and nobody. But I think I think marketing ruined it. Yeah, but nobody saw this coming, and it was just an amazing <laughs> effect. Uh, two weeks, and it's such two great, weeks. Yeah, it's, it's such a great fun. It's such a great fun scene as well. And I love how Richter is walking off. He, he Richter doesn't, uh, but he's sort of like keeping his eye on it. And then he he's walking along, and they're talking away about you know capturing Hauser and stuff, and you know getting Hauser back and all this here. But there's a bit of commotion going on in the background with the woman. Two weeks, two weeks, you know, and um, and then Richter eventually realizes he goes quaid, <laughs> and then another shootout and chase. You know? uh, it's just so fun. Oh, that's brilliant. 
Um, it's, it is, it's just, you, when you watch a movie with your smile on your face, that's what, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. And, and like, and that, I watched this completely with a smile on my face throughout. It's brilliant. So, Quanto, who's a freak. He's a mutant, yeah. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll get in trouble for saying that. I don't care. No, no, not at all. But he wants Quaid, everyone should have this oxygen. Yes. And the reason, Cohagen, he's trying to mine this thing called Divinium. Yes. And in order for him to do that, he can't release the oxygen. Yes. Fully, or whatever that is. But he wants to charge them and control them as well. Yeah, so that's why it's not getting released. It's more about the mining of this it's, mineral. It's business. It is. He's basically a bastard, and it's about money. You know, okay. it's a business. It's for business reasons. He's like an evil businessman. I like where the doctor shows up. Yes, and he's trying to tell with with Lori. Yes, and he try, They're trying to convince him you're still in the dream. Mm-hmm. And he's very good at this, this actor. Did you notice that's also and the he, same guy that's doing the adverts at the very beginning whenever Arnie's going to work on the tube? Um, he's doing the adverts for Recall. For the memory of a lifetime. Recall, oh recall, recall. <laughs> but he's doing the, the ads for Well, he is, yeah, he's, playing, he's still playing that guy, though. Yes, yeah, so oh, yeah. Character. yeah. But he's trying to convince him, we need you to take this pill. Take the red pill. Yeah. So we can, we can recover you and get you woken up. And he's falling for it because the guy does sell it yes. well. And then he sees the sweat. Yes. <laughs> and he just blows his head off. <laughs> it's just boom. And, it put it- and, then Sharon, and then Sharon Stone's like, oh, you did it now. It's a brilliant scene. And it's actually quite a, a, a tense scene. And um, where she's going, oh, you've done it now. You've really fucked up and, you know, all this here sort of thing. And then uh, this is a, he shoots her, so he does. Yeah, this is where I was going to talk to you about because when Melina happens to show up, convenient. Yeah, and the and then she blows away the bad guys, and then um, Laurie and her have a little fight. Yes, and then Schwarzenegger, he goes, uh, "Consider this a divorce," <laughs> and he he blows her head off. Yeah, <laughs> pretty brutal. Schwarzenegger yeah. shooting women. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, I think it would have been more brutal if he had a header. I think. Um, you know, um, but with this, with the shooting over, it's quite tongue in cheek, and again, it goes back to the sort of dark comedy sort of edge to it. So, um, and to be to be fair, she was a bitch and trying to kill him and Melina, and, and she was basically um, also shagging Richter. So, you know, she sort of had it coming. <laughs> let Let me ask you this: Everybody wants to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. Why? I know it's a shithole. To be fair, all it is, all it is, is a Hilton. In a town full of whore freaks. <laughs> it's a film set, basically. I, now, yeah, well, it might be Vegas. Yeah. But who wants to go to this shithole? Exactly. Earth must be really bad back in the year 2084 if everybody wants to go to Mars. You know who the only one who doesn't want to go to Mars because she hates it is Sharon Stone, Laurie. So she's the only one technically with a bit of flipping sense. It's, yeah, it's a shithole. They don't even have an atmosphere. And the air is rationed, you know, by by a complete dick in Cohagen. <laughs> so when you're you're introduced to Quanto, which is in the kind of this guy's stomach. Yes. Um, Open your mind. Oh, that creeped me out. <laughs> Open your mind. Back in the nineteen nineties, whenever there was the whole in the UK, there was the whole rave nightclub and scene. But there was a rave tune um, sort of dance track come out, and it samples that that particular line. Open your mind. <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 it it just creeped me out. It just creeped me <laughs> well, out. And and then I, I I but at the same time he felt sorry for it because he's telling the story and the yes. whole time that fucking cabbie who's betrayed him, Benny. Yeah. Um he shoots Quanah right in the head. Yeah. And it almost looks like a baby. Yeah. It's it's kinda kind of disturbing. Yeah, it is. And and what is it? Benny says, I got four kids to feed. And then Arnie goes, What happened to the other one? <laughs> you know, what happened to number five? <laughs> so yeah. and that's when you you find out Benny's a traitor. But before that we've also been in um basically a mutant strip club with <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, with a woman with three, uh, um, a woman with three tits and all these, yeah, yeah. I didn't features. I didn't mention it because it was just like I thought that. Was, I mean, it was kind of silly. It was like uh, it, it was, but it was done for. Uh, to be fair, it's done for. Back comics, then, sort of, I went with it. Now you watch, he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taking the stuff. And what about Tony? Uh, I like Tony, the, the grumpy barman. Yeah, and then yeah, when they and then when they go in during the big chase scene. And they start yeah. shooting all these women and brutal. Richter goes in there and just slaughters everybody. And then he and then Ronnie Cox turns the oxygen off. That's right. Oh, they're complete bastards. You know yeah. what I mean? Very much in keeping with the bad guys in RoboCop, Verhoeven's previous film. You know, and uh, but what you know what's pretty cool? Whenever the wee um, dwarf um, hooker stabs, <laughs> what do you call him? Um, what do you call him? <laughs> How do you say? I love how you say that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dwarf hooker. Remember her? Sorry, the dwarf mutant hooker, because he attacked alien, dwarf alien mutant hooker, um, <laughs> stabs, what do you call him, as heist or something? or um, what, what do you call um, Richter's right-hand man? Helm. Helm, Helm, that's it. Um, stabs him through the chest. Apparently there was a lot of cuts done before this film was finally released. Apparently his death scene, Helm's death scene, was even more brutally violent. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't put. I'm sure Verhoeven got cut. I mean, that's Robocop is the same thing. Yeah, and the scene uh, on the escalators as well with the human shield guy. <laughs> Apparently, that was much more brutal as well. And what we did get the scene was pretty brutal. <laughs> so there's no twist here. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, Hauser's in. He's actually a, well." I saw this coming when I saw it in the theater. Yeah. So Hauser, he's actually a bad guy. That's yes. Quaid, who we know now. Mm-hmm. This whole thing. Was to was just a plan. To what was it again? It was a plan to plan, weed out Quanto. The weed out Quanto, so yes. he'd go to Mars, get Quanto, and then because of because of how if Quay doesn't know he's Hauser, Quanto yes. won't really see that. Yes, and it was also to do with to get the, the um, Quanto knew about the you know about the reactor and stuff, and also the backstory about um, this um, reactor that the ancient aliens on Mars had um, basically created millions of years ago and also then there's, see see the guys in the bar and stuff, the mutants, I don't believe they're, they're not actually Martians, they um, are humans but have just been mutated over years through living yeah, I on knew Mars they, they're Even humans I that. yeah know? I knew that I knew, yeah. I knew, I, there was no Martians in this film no, no, but there's just the reference to Martians who created the reactor like millions of years ago to give Mars an atmosphere. Oh, uh, kind of moonfall. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, like so. There's basically there were aliens on Mars, but these guys, including Benny, who um, is a mutant as well, it's revealed. So then Ronnie Cox, so he decides Ronnie Cox he needs to kill Hauser at yes. this point. Um, yeah. 
Exactly. Richter comes in. That's... Yeah, because at this point he's not going to change. Yes. Um, so, uh, Co- Co- well, Kohag is not really going to kill him. He's going to turn him back. Well, he's going to. No, wait, no. What happens is he's going to turn him back yes. into Hauser. And this is where <laughs> another fucking bloodbath. He gets out of it. Yeah. I don't know how, but it's Arnold. We'll go with it. He, uh, and he sticks everyone with those little fucking blades. <laughs> the spike are, thing. The yeah. spikes that hold the uh, arms together. <laughs> just stick them in the throat. And <laughs> blah, blah. He's going, on me. <laughs> and, and so he, he, he gets her out. And that's where Richter says at this point, we need to kill him. We got to make cannon. a decision, sir. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, he goes, kill him. And then he, he kicks over the face tank. And yeah. like sort of bad temper. <laughs> and then he's like... What about the oxygen? The people need it. Fuck them. <laughs> just, fuck and he just says it like that. Fuck them. Ah, fuck them. You know, it's like, ah, fuck them. <laughs> just so casually and just so blase. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, it's just hugely entertaining. But it's never, it never, like Robocop, it never feels nasty. It's almost like oh, sat- yeah. satirical. You know I what mean, I mean? I, you can't complain about fucking Total ne- Recall. Never, never, never. Like, and then never. you've got the scene where Richter and Ham are fighting. Yes, on the on the elevator, and, and Richter gets a great death. Oh, yeah, he holds him, and he obviously loses his arms. <laughs> get cut off of the elevator. Uh, See at the party, Richter. <laughs> Did you say that? And then throws his arms away. Doesn't he? Did you say that? I'll oh, see at the party. Yeah, he says "see at the party," Richter, because oh, beforehand. He's in, yeah, before, whenever Cohagen um, tries to put him under uh, to get him to come back as Hauser, after the process, he was meant to go to a party in Cohagen's house. He goes, oh, come on, there'll be women there, and Richter will be there, and stuff, you know, that's here. And, and that's why he says that, after he rips his arms off. <laughs> so, the, the big line, I never got. Cohagen says to uh, Melina and Quay, because they're in this area where he's going to put the hand down and it's going to release the oxygen yes. all over Mars. And he goes, who cares what you want? In 30 seconds, you'll be dead and I'll be in home in time to have some cornflakes. <laughs> That's right. What? <laughs> Is that a reference to something that I missed? No, no. It just, I think it just means, yeah. I, know, I, I always remember that line as well. Um, cornflakes? Yeah. It, it's just like it'll be home in time for breakfast. Oh, uh, okay. It's just a weird reference. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's uh, maybe it's like more of a sort of British thing. I'll be home in time for breakfast, but he's obviously changed it to cornflakes. I'll be home in time for cornflakes. <laughs> so they all get sucked out. Yes. As the oxygen is being, you know, is being le- being released into the air. Yes. It was but, taking uh, time. Obviously, Co- yeah. So Cohagen gets it. He, he explodes. Whatever. You don't really see it, but you know he's dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. I and mean, the other two pop out completely. Yeah, the other two are still changing, mm-hmm. but I don't care. There's got to be effects to this. Like absolutely, you'd be. You would have at least stress or marks. Or... Stress marks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I mean, that, that your eyes just can't pop out like that, and you can't just like back to normal. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they look better. Like it was a facelift. Yeah, and then their faces were like expanding and all as well, and it's actually pretty gruesome. Um, so it is, and and pretty, you know, you feel claustrophobic. You know, um, it's almost like the whole you know, being buried alive or something. It's pretty brutal, like, um, you know, not brutal, but more sort of 
it's I don't know. It made me feel claustrophobic. Very effective scene. Apart from the hokey effects and the whole stuff with the eyes popping out, which were a bit sort of over the top, um, but very memorable. And to get away with it because it's all it's in keeping with the tone of the film. Yeah, exactly. It, it, you know, over the top it, it, tone. Yeah. It, it doesn't veer veer from veer from the course much. It's uh, it keeps it keeps the same tone. <laughs> uh, but guys, this is this is a Schwarzenegger classic. It's one of his best films. I would um, between this and the Terminator, maybe Predator. I would say it's maybe the best Arnie film. Certainly one of my favorites. I'm one of my favorite yeah. films. Just the one thing about, the one thing about Arnie besides his comedies, mm-hmm. I like them all really. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of duds in there, but for the most part, you know Conan. Terminator, yeah, Commando, Predator, Running Man. So many. Of them. I mean, I mean, Eraser. I liked. Uh, I was just, just thinking last, last two lies last night. Arnie has uh, starred in some huge, so, uh, so a massive amount of hugely entertaining films. As we said at the, at the start, at the top of the show, it's basically the guy's a movie star, a bona fide one hundred percent movie star, and his films. For the most part, we'll not talk about fucking Kindergarten Cop, but <laughs> or twins. But for the most part, his films are amazingly entertaining and over the top, pure fun. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is a classic example of them. And you say that, but they're also well done. You always yeah. have big names like John McTiernan was introduced pretty much with, you know after he did Die Hard, did yep. Predator, mm-hmm. then you had. Uh, Paul Verhoeven, yep. you know, you, you, James Cameron. You always had, you always had A-list directors mm-hmm. behind him. Yeah, and the A-list directors willing to work with him. There's something there. Yeah, that they like. So that brings his his movie star persona. Not only do we see it, but obviously the people behind the camera see it as oh, well. Definitely. So there's something there that's that people want to work with. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all his movies are just so fucking fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, you just can't. You just you can't take his eyes out. You can't take your eyes off the screen. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, I've always loved Arnie, and I always will. Yeah, I mean, this goes without saying. This is a must, must own. I ha- I have it on 4K. It's gorgeous on 4K. Um, just uh, I first watched it um, whenever it was first released on video back, and I think it was like 1990 or so. Shortly after, well, as soon as it was as soon as it was released on video, because whenever I was a kid, me and my mate who were into the, these uh, types of films together. Um, we always had problems getting into these films at the cinema because there were 18 certificates back then. And it was always, oh, you have to have ID or whatever. And we used to try and make our own ID, you know, like, and it was shit and they never bought it. So we usually had to wait for the likes of the, the Rambo films, the Nightmare on Elm Street films, the Jason films to come out in video. Um, so I saw this as soon as it was released in video and I was blown away by it. And I still am, I still love it to this day. Yeah, it's. I think most Schwarzenegger films hold up. Yeah, for all fairness, uh, yeah. you can, you can, you can, we can, and their 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 rewatchability is endless. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So. And there's a, and there's also an, um, for guys like ourselves of of around our age. There's also that nostalgia factor. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no more Arnie. Well, well, he's still there, but yeah. I don't think we'll get this Arnie anymore. No, I mean that was a modest peak. You know, and yeah. it's prime. But he's got that TV show coming out. He plays an agent, secret agent. Right. I'll have to check that, that out. That TV show must be pretty good. I'd like to see him do something. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. On TV. Give me. Um, but yeah. 
Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, keep the downloads and following coming. Uh, we keep growing every day. And uh, it's because of you guys and word of mouth. And we appreciate all that you do. Thanks, guys. Uh, you can, yep. You can follow us on Facebook and Citizen Frame underscore podcast on Instagram. The new issue of Phantasmagoria is out now. Available on Amazon all around the world. And Forbidden Planet locally. Yep. That's a wrap on Arnold. We don't know when we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's the only thing uh, Puerto Rico misses. Arnie saying I'll be back. See, that'd be a good line to say in that movie because he's yeah. in he's in like a dreamland state. As Hauser. I love the ambiguity at the at the very end too as well, where you um you don't you really don't know where, is it has, is it a dream or did this really happen? You know? Brilliant. Uh, yeah. or, or was it a, a recall plant or whatever? I'm gonna say it happened. Yeah, well, I'm st- the jury's still out with me, and I'm quite content with that. The sitting sort of ponder. Of course you are. Of course you are. You're mad that they don't let you know who the villains are in Top Gun, but <laughs> you get. But you're okay with not be giving an ending. But Top Gun's not based on a Philip K. Dick short story. Ah, uh, no. You you said I don't like movies that give me answers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lighthouse, two thousand and one. Yes, yeah, and Total Recall will be in, in there along with that, one hundred percent. But if you don't know who the bad guys are in Top Gun Maverick, damn you! I but that was just a bit of a cheat, you know what I mean? Um, That's not and cheat. It, it was basically a, cor- a, a corporate decision, you know. No, just that is silly. You're being silly, I'm silly, <laughs> silly, silly. There's a silly. method to my madness. <laughs> Do you want to watch a cheat? Yeah, it's called 2001 Space Odyssey. No, <laughs> there's a cheat. I disagree. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good, have a good one. We'll chat soon. Bye, bye.